0: Buddy, buddy, blah, 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 blah. Damn
1: coffee and hot. Why?
0: Why does he always have to make noise in the background? I don't get it. It's just crazy that way. Good morning, people of Earth. It is Tuesday, but it feels like a Monday, july fifth, twenty twenty two. Hope you had a great holiday weekend. Hope uh, you're feeling good today and rejuvenated. Me, I'm tired. Uh, how can a dog use YouTube? I don't know what that means, but that's fine. Um, good morning, call Carl, I got nobody on today. Not even not even Flat Earther. So if you want to join in, that's fine. No pressure. I'm not saying uh, I'm not whatever if you want to there's definitely room here uh, i probably have a lot to say about nothing of course i have a lot to say about nothing because i just love to hear myself speak if you know what i'm if you know what i mean <laughs> that was an old joke that, uh from norm if you know what i mean <laughs> when he that was actually his first bit back in the star search days if you know what i mean um anyway um so let where do we begin today? Well, Fourth of July, and I'm I'm go, not going to dwell on or or even I'm going to try not to even touch on the depressing bullshit that happens over the um, the holiday weekend. Um, it might it might just come up in passing. Hope it does pass really quick because I don't feel like talking about depressing shit today. Um, so um where do we begin? Well, a lot of people are on vacation this week and I guess this is where I'm going to start off. Uh good morning, William. Good morning, Kelly. Uh um, So vacation week. And a lot of people are going on vacations despite spending being uh, uh prices being up spend, um inflation, gas prices, all that kind of stuff being through the roof and crazy. Now, yesterday there was a story on Twitter. It was on CNN, on the network, and then they shared it on Twitter about how inflation and gas prices are uh, making people cut back on their party in this holiday weekend, blah, blah, blah. And I call bullshit on that. And one thing I learned very early in life is that in tough times, people party more. The Great Depression, and I've studied this, the Great Depression was the most off-the-hook, well, next to the Roaring Twenties, the most off-the-hook party time. Entertainment thrives. Partying thrives in bad times. And if you look at, at least in the United States, if you look at the history of recessions, every time recessions go out, entertainment spending goes up. People care less about paying their bills and more about just letting go during hard times. So I made a comment on Twitter that I was calling bullshit on that it was all hyperbole hyperbole, for the entertainment industry, for the party industry, and for food spending and, and party supply spendings and things like that because if you paid attention... The grocery stores the supermarkets were packed the last five or seven days. Packed. Packed to the gills. People spending like crazy. And, of course, um, I'm not even going to mention his name. He's such a fucking, he's a troublemaking little little prick who's always looking for to start shit. And he's not funny. And he's a bore. Uh, he came back to me with, uh, well, you don't live in my reality. Uh, and he didn't pay any attention to what I was talking about. He was just talking about how he, how much everything costs for him. I said, no, that's not what I'm talking about. Context matters. And he came back with, you know, a snide remark. And I fucking called him an imbecile. And then he got passive-aggressive. And so I, uh, immediately, and the rest of the day were were dumb tweets about how podcasters just love to listen to themselves talk. Well, when I had him on the podcast, he did all the talking, and that was the major complaint. So I'm just going to say that. But his, 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 totally ignoring the, the point of the whole thing, that in times of trouble, partying increases. It doesn't decrease. In times of... Um, economic hardship party partying increases it doesn't decrease um so it you know that was the point i was making and i stand by that point now that this weekend i played uh a lot of gigs a lot of gigs different kinds of gigs all over the place and i'm not just uh, measuring it on the fact that people are hiring par- uh, party bands and things like that, but throwing huge parties. But the people who show up at places and clubs have been filled. Clubs have been packed. And tip jars overflow. Now, I there have... Most of the gigs I played... Now, Friday night's gig, we, it was just Kiara and I, and we were in a room and the tip jar <laughs> was, was was healthy, uh, and it always is lately. In the, if, if for the last three months, tip jars have been more full than they've ever been, and that's true with bartenders. Because I talk to a lot of bartenders too. Uh, anybody in the service industry where the tip jars are. So the idea that people are cutting back on on partying because of spending is just dumb, and it's not it's not based in any reality. It's it's. It's another way to drum up <clears throat> fear and angst in in the public, and the media loves to do that because that that in- increases ratings. I'm not saying things aren't bad. People are hurting right now. People are, you know, struggling to pay their rent, struggling to buy food on time, uh, struggling to uh, obviously get to work if they ha- if they commute. But that doesn't mean they're not going to stop from partying. <laughs> I think they're going to party more. Uh, again, uh, hard times make you want to escape more. So uh, that that's the point I was making. Now, um, lots of gigs this weekend. <laughs> what was it? Saturday or S- Sunday? <laughs> we'll track. It's Tuesday, not Monday. Um, Sunday, we had a gig that my partner, Mikey, booked with an ex-employer of mine. And he, he told me it was some kind of business deal. There were going to be lots of speeches. He was given an agenda, cocktail hours and speeches and things like this. And then, you know, band plays from this segment to this segment. And there's more speeches or whatever. And so he didn't put uh, Kira on the gig for that. And he had uh, other people on the gig for that. And uh, no other lead singers. And I. Uh, I I questioned that even before I got to the gig. I, when when it happened, I questioned that. I don't think that was a smart thing to do. We always need more than one lead singer. And so in that case, I become the second lead singer. Not a good idea. Um, anyway, I get there, and I notice a sign on the entrance that says... Um, congratulations, Lisa and Ori. And I'm thinking, well, that's the kind of thing you would see at a wedding venue. And so I question the the management right away. Is this a, a wedding here today? Oh, yes, it's a wedding. Oh, so it's not a business thing. Dressed entirely inappropriate, should be dressed for a wedding, more formal. We're not. And knowing it's a wedding. Now a wedding, you need more singers, and we need you definitely need a girl singer on there because you know, you want to sing the fluffy lovey dovey lovey uh, wedding song. Happy romantic music. We got none of that. And now I'm pissed at him and I'm questioning him on the whole thing. Then I walk inside and there's two other bands setting up. This the party. Again, people spend party harder in tough times. I hired three bands three bands for a wedding that and we were the first one to play we were playing six to ten and and we we're playing out the, outside in the courtyard and then the two other bands were set up to play after us through the night open bar starting at 5 p.m going through the night uh crazy situation uh i should add that the people there were mostly from israel they party hard over there when they party because life is life is a little different when people are launching bombs in your backyard and you have a bomb shelter in your basement. Uh, life is a little different for those people, so they uh, they when they do let it da- let their hair down, they want to go all out. And so this was that kind of party. It was a great party, but again, to my point about you know. You won't you don't see those kind of parties often in times of recession people spending on three bands and it's more than you get you know they you charge more for a private event than you do for playing a club gig so expensive party to say the least now everybody there a lot of people there were talking were talking to us they love the band and on the breaks they were talking to us and I, a lot of them were people. I measured up as having some money. And I was approaching everybody with the same attitude about investing in a podcast, television show, uh, radio show type of deal. Got kind of arrogant. But after a while, I was kind of uh, uh, really pushing it hard. So I was spending the whole time uh, just trying to get investors in in this program. (laughs) So it turned out to be um, trying to kill two birds with one stone. We'll see if anything uh becomes real about that but um anyway so that was my weekend and it was a, a busy weekend it straight through lots of gigs parties everywhere uh so coming back into it on a Tuesday morning that feels like a Monday still a bit ex- exhausted tired from the weekend weekend off needing a weekend after a weekend if you know what I mean and I'm sure you know what I mean by the way, William, uh, we saw, if you're still in the in the chat room, I see you were there. Um, heard some, you know, I think Craig posted uh, something about some severe weather heading your way. I know you were supposed to be doing something at the rodeo grounds in Grants in yesterday. It looked like hail and strong winds. But generally, when I see hail out in New Mexico, there's almost always an indication that it's possible a tornado could could erupt that or something like that and so uh i was concerned i hope you're all right i hope everything went well and i hope your weekend was safe and uneventful as far as uh, that kind of stuff goes I'd like they wish a happy birthday to kevin summers today kevin is 99 years old today he's out paddling a boat in some lake somewhere in michigan i think
1: uh
0: just putting that out there for him. I think it's a good time to check governors. Uh, we are on the governors uh, radio podcast network, whatever the hell it is. <laughs> and let's see what's happening at govs this weekend. I will, um, I will share this screen and we'll we'll talk about what's happening in the Gov. Chris Monty, uh, William says he has ducks in his front yard. You don't see a lot of ducks in New Mexico. <laughs> uh, not that one. Here it is. Governors. Uh, I'll come back to the chat room in a moment. I'm just going to run through what's happening at Gov this week. It Governors main room in the Division Avenue in Levint- Levittown. Uh Oops. Back one page here. Um, there we go. All right. We have... Uh, July 8th and 9th, Rich Voss is in the main room at, uh, at Governor's in Levittown. Uh, Rich Voss, he, nationally known comedian. You probably know him best from the Opie and Anthony show. He was frequently on there, like, all the time. Uh, and uh, Terry McNeely uh, will be in the Giggle Room. And July 9th, the Stars of Tomorrow, New Talent Showcase will be in the Giggle Room. Uh, July 10th, is that still this weekend? Yes, that's Sunday night. Sunday Night Funnies uh, will, will be there. So we'll, that's what's going on in the main room over at uh, the Levittown location and the Giggle Room, so we don't even have to cover the Giggle Room. Now, the brokerage in Belmore, uh, July 7th, the Great Long Island Laugh-Off special event, um, which is new comedy. And then um, July 8th and 9th, the fabulous Chris Monty, uh, my friend, who will be here Thursday morning with me. Uh, looking forward to catching up with him. It's been since the Podathon, I believe, was the last time I talked to him. Uh, uh, last time I uh, talked to him on this kind of format. But uh be good to catch up with him. I understand uh, not only is he headlining at the brokerage in Belmore, Long Island, two nights this weekend, Friday and Saturday night. Uh, he's also starring in a movie, an independent film. He's been in several films. Uh, Chris is a star of film, big screen, small screen, and the stage. Uh, fine actor, really good actor, uh, and and really great com- comedic actor. Uh, so he'll be with me Thursday morning, and he's at Brokerage uh, Friday and Saturday night and um he's starring in a movie as i said produced by i believe goldberg uh steve goldberg who was on this program is uh, the executive producer of that so uh, we'll find out about when that's coming out and then the stand-up showcase uh is uh happening july 9th as well and i probably know a bunch of people that uh and maybe we've had them on this program they never really give you a Indication of who will be on that one. It looks like Eric Tartaglione, who uh, was supposed to be on. I had him booked. I don't know what. It, it, that fell through the cracks. I think, you know what, I'm just weak sometimes when it comes to the business administration part of this. But I know Eric was scheduled on the program. He never, never appeared. So I'm thinking it's my fault. I think I, I screwed that up. Anyway, oh, we'll move on to the Bohemia location, Maguire's, uh, this weekend. Oh, man, some good some comedy happening this weekend. Friday and Saturday night at uh the at Maguire's in um Bohemia, Long Island, Adam Ferreira. Uh two nights, again headlining there. Uh great comedian, nationally known comedian. You might have uh he was on that cop show with um Dennis Leary most notably i guess anyway uh so that's what's happening at govs this weekend looking forward to seeing chris uh on here on thursday kevin's with us i gotta uh again shout out a happy birthday to kevin everybody sing all right if you're in the chat room sing happy birthday in the chat room to kevin happy birthday uh, Kevin is 99 years old today, as I mentioned, but still very active. He's out there paddling a uh, canoe or kayak or something out on uh, Lake Superior. <laughs> <laughs> I lie, I lie a lot, don't I? Uh, I don't know what he's doing, and he's certainly not 99 years old. Anyway, I think he was at a he was out killing deer with a with a truck this weekend. That's what he was doing. Can't stand the list, but whatever his false teeth cause, it's distracting. Who? Who are you talking? Oh, Rich Foss? I don't know. Uh I didn't know that. I never now I'm gonna have to listen. Uh Carl says he'll sing for you at ten. I guess that means Carl's gonna be joining us. I I did ask Carl to join us before. I will send a link to the uh on Twitter to the I'm gonna do that right now for to our Protestant group thing. Groupy thing. Anyway, if you're just joining me, Flat Earther will not be with me today. Uh, <laughs> so I'm gonna call her from now on, Flat Earther. Um oh, Jesus, where the hell is Twitter? I lost Twitter. Oh here it is. Um bu- 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 bum, bum, bum. Break, uh Brett Brock will be with me on Friday which I'm looking forward to Friday morning on coffee with the dog, looking very uh, forward to that too. Uh, I don't think I've ever had um, Brock on just, just me and him ever, every anytime I've talked to him, it's been uh, generally calling Jamie around. Not that I might have those guys around, but this will be my first time to actually, uh, Zero in on the artiste, comedian, um, and host of "Junk Draw, the fabulous Brett Brock or Bart Brick or something. Anyway, uh, so he'll be with me Friday. Good way to kick off, uh, a weekend. Oh, I left that up there. Uh. So, yeah, I was correct in my psychic ability, guessing that Kevin was going to be taking a river trip. I thought lake trip with kayaks. Uh, Too many podcast appearances. I listened to him on mostly... Oh, uh, Rich Fuss, Legion of Skanks. I forgot about that. Yes, he's on with uh, Lewis uh, Gomez. Awesome. Happy birthday, Kevin! From uh, Kelly, she's singing for you. Good morning, Cat. Hope all you people had a great weekend, uh, holiday weekend. I'm not going to talk. I'm not going to talk about the the political. Well, the 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 tragedy of yesterday. Uh, I'm trying not to even think about that, but I did just bring it up. With well, Jay Gomez, yes, I know. Um, it's a little early. Speaking of a little early, I do have a new sponsor today. Wacker Coffee, Waker Coffee, (laughs) but uh, I have to pronounce it Wacker because it is W-A-K-A. I'm going to put up the uh, link. There's a link in the description, I believe. If not, there will be, but uh, Waker Coffee, as you know, I have never been a big fan, uh, or you may know, or you might not know. I think I've mentioned this quite a few times, though. I'm not a big fan of... uh, instant coffee but waker coffee is uh made for people who live busy active lives and don't have time either don't have time to make a fresh pot before they just want to get their coffee and run get on with their day get out of bed and and get rolling or they're just afraid their wife is going to get to it before them and make some really shitty coffee so you in case that happens you want some weaker coffee on the side make your instant coffee if let's say you have a show to do and your wife has made some really lame ass weak coffee and you're like fuck man i got a show to do well Waker Coffee is the answer. Uh, quality instant coffees and teas uh, are your effortless solutions to delicious drinks at home or on the go. Now, uh, the founder story is pretty pretty simple. Uh, a guy named David uh, came up with the idea of Waker Coffee while living in New York City, juggling a hectic schedule as a full-time undergraduate student, With a full-time job, David relied on coffee to fuel his daily routine, as I do. Uh, However, he quickly discovered that frequenting coffee shops and making coffee in a cramped New York City kitchen was complicated, time-consuming, and expensive, so he honed in a solution that uh, wouldn't require additional equipment and make it fast, instant coffee that doesn't suck. It's called Waker Coffee, and if you go there today using the link um that i provide there, they will offer 20% off your first purchase and it's it's a great deal so check them out uh good morning craig uh good to see you here uh see now william knows how to follow some instructions here he's singing happy birthday in the chat room which is what i asked everybody to do it's kevin's birthday may we all celebrate kevin's birthday in glorious style today <laughs> I want to talk about something that's political, but I don't want to talk necessarily about the politics of it. I want to talk about how fucked up we all are in dealing with, with, with the political shit. It's a difficult kind of conversation for me to have. I, I think it's worth, uh, talking about though. Of course, I got into a Twitter battle over it. Um, Oh wait, Christina's here. Elton's more, Um uh, Oh, she's singing it in uh, whatever Dutch? No, that's what are they? What language do you speak in Denmark? <laughs> she's speaking it in Denmark No, that's Dutch, right? I don't know. I, I know. I'm I'm really stupid. I'm sorry. Uh, Craig says Albuquerque sounded like it was being shelled for about five hours. Like the hell. Oh, <laughs> fireworks! Yeah, no. Oh, yeah, uh, th- that was Danish. Okay. Uh, I would like a, a cheese Danish if we could. Uh, family blew up my phone. So I just got back. Um, Danish? William knew that. Uh, yeah, cheese Danish. Um, where was Oh, the political shit. Now, how do I even start this conversation? Because it was so fucking. Is this it? Let me see. Ah, uh, yeah. So I'm going to see if I can share that, first of all. Now, this is what I saw. Since we last were together. <laughs> we were together. Um, uh, I saw this on Twitter. And, it it kind of, of course, when you read something like this, at least for me, I get curious. So I'm just going to read what it says here. It says... 10-year-old girl is raped. State forces her to remain pregnant and tells her to consider it an opportunity. This isn't Iran. This isn't Gilead. This isn't hypothetical. It happened today in Hawaii. In in, in Ohio. In Hawaii. In Ohio. (laughs) Um, That's not funny. Now, this isn't hypothetical is what he said. That that got me, and the state forces her to remain pregnant and tells her to consider an opportunity. A 10-year-old girl is raped. The state forces her to remain pregnant and tells her to consider an opportunity. So I said, well, I got to know more about that. I ha- I'm curious. I want to know more. Don't you want to know more about that? First of all, how rare is it that a 10-year-old gets pregnant? Now, of course, it's it's possible but it probably isn't. I'm sure it's not something that happens every day. Even in in cases of rape, ten year old girls generally most of them aren't ovulating yet. You need to be ovulating to get pregnant. Now I know ovulation can start as early as like four or five, actually, and there have been. I think the youngest case on record. In the United States, is a 5-year-old getting pregnant. But 10-year-olds uh, are not common. 10-year-old pregnancies are not common. Rape or no rape. Uh, and, of course, it's rape. I mean, I could see... Maybe it wouldn't be if it was a 10-year-old boy or a 12-year-old boy or something. That well, I guess that's technically not rape if they're both... That's, that's a weird thing to even think about. But just fair fair to say that 10-year-olds don't get pregnant that often but the state told her to view it as an opportunity got me curious so i looked it up and i started googling it And what i got was from several months before an ohio state legislator had a hypothetical that said if a child were to get raped and get pregnant they should view it as an opportunity I thought, well that's really odd this this state senator says comes up with that weird hypothetical which is a disgusting hypothetical by the way i have to say uh that matches the story of what this guy claimed happened that day in ohio like to a t and it's so unusual first of all unusual for a 10 year old to get raped it, you know people no matter what we think about pedophilia in this country It's not like 10-year-olds are getting raped all over the place. It's not like that. I mean, yes, it happens. It definitely happens. But it's not happening in every fucking house in in Ohio, is it? Anyway, and getting pregnant by it. And then told to look at it as an opportunity, which it says in that tweet. So I was confused by that. Like, this, this is matching matching the hypothetical and he's claiming it's not a hypothetical it's matching it all too closely so as i started to look a little deeper i found out there was one source in indiana so this doctor in indiana uh i don't remember her first name dr bernard something with a c not crystal something like that uh she's an activist and you would expect that from an abortion doctor an activist for a woman's rights and uh, Again, I'm not trying to talk on the politics here, just how we perceive the politics so if, if bear with me on this because I know i'm I'm making this very long winded and it doesn't really need to be that but okay, we have a narrative of a hypothetical put forth in April then somebody claim oh, the week after Roe v. Wade gets overturned, that actually happens, and the guy who brought it to my attention goes. Not only uh, verbatim about the circumstances of a 10-year-old getting raped and, and the state forcing her to carry to term, but also it's a, uh, the uh, state says to look at it as an opportunity. Now, I'm thinking in order for the state to actually say that, and if it's not a hypothetical, it ha- a judge had to say this to, to a young girl, 10-year-old look at it as an opportunity. And the, this, for the state to actually say that, there had to be a judgment. Turns out the, the story is that the girl was six weeks and three days pregnant. So there are details here. And somebody had to make the decision that to tell this young girl that she had to carry it to full term and look at it as an opportunity. Now, I'm outraged by that. I'm, I'm like... A judge looked this young girl in the eye and said, you got to have this baby and look at it as an opportunity. I want to know more. Who the fuck is this judge? And who, who the fuck does this judge, if a judge is involved, who are they mandating to care for this child? Okay, as fucked up as it sounds, she's going to be mandated to have this child. But who's going to take care of it after it's born? A 10 year old? You want a 10 year old to go out and start supporting a child, or what? Or you want it to go on welfare and the state's going to take care of it? I want to know these answers, don't you? But we have a single source in Indiana, a doctor who says this happened. But because it's a 10 year old and it's a rape case, she's not going to do, uh, divulge any specifics about it. Now, you have a really hot button story here with one source who refuses to give any details about it and people are jumping all over this and making it a political hot potato so i said wait a minute we have no fucking verification that this really happened we have one person's word on it all of a sudden i'm fucking satan (laughs) fucking satan uh people are like um wow you don't believe the do- uh, you don't believe the girl i don't know i don't believe i don't even have any verification that the girl exists we have an activist doctor in indiana saying this story happened and giving no details about it and well you, c- you can't give details well if there's a judge involved she can give d- details about who the fucking maniac judge who mandated this child to have to carry the full term, have the child, and then look at it as an opportunity. We can get the name of that judge without divulging any of the private medical stuff or victim stuff. You can find out about that. And it it's not wrong to find out. It's kind of important to find out about this, to hold the judge's to feet to the fire and say, Are you out of your fucking mind? I don't care what the law is to say it look at it as an opportunity. What fucking kind of opportunity? An opportunity to give up your childhood and have to support a baby of rape. And did the rapist go to jail? To have, you know, we, we want to know that somebody who's raping 10 year olds is, is is going to jail for this. Maybe he, he should foot the bill for this if they've you're mandating it to happen. None of these questions are being answered. So I'm the bad guy for asking questions about it. So I, no, This is the point I'm making here. It's not about abortion rights and all this. And it's horrible as all, all these circumstances are about this alleged case. Because that's what it is. An alleged case by one fucking source. As horrible as, it, uh, as those details are, the bigger p- picture here is the way we handle political discourse. And people were calling me MAGA and Q because I wanted to ask questions. I wanted more information about this stuff because I, I have my doubts whether it's a real story or a made-up story to further a political agenda oh, you're just mean-hearted, you hate, you're you a hater, you're a MAGA, you're Q. Let's talk about MAGA and Q, because it, let's say if MAGA or Q or anybody on the far right came up with, in order to further the agenda of a wall or keeping immigrants out, said uh, an immigrant came over and raped a 10-year-old girl. And there was only one source, and they weren't going to give out any information on it. Would you want to ask questions then? Of course we would. We wouldn't accept the word of one source on anything that is tied to a political agenda. It's not wrong to question the source and say, Are you? did this really happen? And is there any evidence that this really happened before we get all... Trying to take advantage of it now, and there's the other part of it. This is how fucked up we are in, in this country about trying to have adult conversations about solutions that work. Is you can't even ask questions about it, and then when you, if this case is real, if it's absolutely real, then you're taking advantage of the rape of a ten year old girl to score political points. And if it didn't happen, you're making up a story to take advantage of the heartstrings of people to score political points. Either way, it's dirty. It's dirty fucking business. And if this truly happened, now I'm, some people brought up to the point it might not have been a judge. Now I was I'm almost st- still certain there have been articles that said this Dr. Bernard from Indiana who supposedly performed the abortion on the girl was the one who said the state told her to look at it as an opportunity. And I was assuming that was a judge. Some people have brought up the fact that it, a judge didn't have to get involved because uh, Ohio just, did right after the Roe v. Wade thing was overturned, Ohio changed its law mandating it to six weeks and that's and they went back to that state senator who said oh, she should look at it as an opportunity. I don't know now. I'm questioning whether the doctor actually said look at it. The, there was a judge involved who said look at it as an opportunity or not. That being said, uh, it's, it's not wrong it's not wrong to to question the source when there's only one source bringing up a hot potato thing there. But man, the, the left, the far left and the moderate left just wanna hang me, lynch me from the highest tree for asking questions without, and of course, if I say, well, turn it around, turn it around and think of this was a right winger with one source trying to score political points Uh, On something like this, would you want to ask questions? Oh, you must be Q. You must be uh, MAGA. What? You don't. And this is the problem with with political discourse now. Uh, Everything's a conspiracy theory if it doesn't suit your needs, and nothing is a conspiracy theory if it does suit your needs. We're in a very dark place as far as being able to move forward in, in this stuff. So. Um. Coming back to the Danish, (laughs) just for a second, Uh, Christina says we don't put cheese in our wiener bread. Wiener broad, I don't know. Um, I'm told to, yeah, puberty is starting uh, young. And I know it's not, you don't even have to actually reach puberty. Uh, Ovulation can start before puberty. And it's not like it can happen. It's just not all that common. Um, for a ten-year-old to get pregnant, even if she is ovulating, even if there is rape, uh, it'll of course it's going to be rape again. I, I don't know why sometimes the brain isn't connected to the mouth. But even if she's inseminated whilst while she's ovulating, it's not all that. Co- it's possible, but it's like. I don't know. I don't want to say uh, the odds. Like, I don't want to compare odds to anything. I, I should do the, the research before I give up the numbers. Uh, but it's 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 still rare. No matter what the situation of the girl's uh, pubescence. <laughs> I don't know if that's a word. I'm just talking here. Um, it's It's possible, but it's not probable. It's not probable that she will get pregnant at 10 years old. And the fact that it was a hypothetical just three months before, be- when the stuff about Roe being overturned was leaked, and that state senator came out with the hypothetical, it matches verbatim the actual case, a case that is pretty rare still by most standards. So, uh, what Kelly say about that? Aid is even aid is more common now to they uh, to go through puberty but again. Puberty is not necessarily. Uh, you can ovulate before going into pub uh, puberty. It's. I was co- uh, con- considered a late bloomer. I guess is the word. At thirteen, I can't even imagine. Now, I can't imagine either. If this story is true, it's horrific. If a ten-year-old girl, she'd had was pregnant. And she was raped. That would even if she wasn't pregnant. If she was raped, that's a horrific story. Now she's pregnant. That's a troubling, a really troubling story. And that the state, because she's six weeks th- uh, six weeks and three days pregnant, the state says, "Nope, sorry, you got to carry the full term," and look at it as an opportunity. That's fucking. That's Twilight Zone. That's fucking insane man and it's like it's not she lost her childhood when she was raped. if it is true she lost her her innocence when she was raped she was victimized then and now the state is making a victim of her a second time and so fucking right to life that they're going to leave an infant a newborn infant in the care of a 10 year old. Do you know any 10 year olds that are prepared to be a parent? I was 25 when my son was born. I was not prepared to be a parent. Um, I know people have, there are people who have children, young marriages, and they make fine parents sometimes. Most people are not prepared to be parents at 18, 20, 25, even 30 sometimes. A 10 year old to raise a child. Now, it, again, this is where questioning becomes absolutely imperative. If a judge made this call, you want to know, or even if the the state made this call through legislation, who are they mandating to care for this child? That's a legitimate question. Are the girls' parents paying for it? Is the rapist paying for it? Is the state paying for it, meaning you and me? Not me and you and me, if we don't live in Ohio, thank God. <laughs> thank god it's just a very uh the whole story is all fucked up as can be and there's absolutely no verification no way to verify it which makes it really convenient to come out with a story like that well craig says something here interesting that the fact the whole story is so uh, horrific that questioning it makes one an a-hole it does appear to be true how does it appear to be true? That that's what it, it appears to be true. Again, with one person saying it happened, and every story you see goes back to that one person making a phone call to the Indiana Star. She's a, an Indiana resident doctor. The girl supposedly went from Ohio to Indiana to have the abortion done. That is this one doctor, Doctor Bernard, in Indianapolis, is the one she called the Indianapolis Star and said that this happened, and I'm not giving you any more details because there's a 10-year-old. That's the story. An activist doctor called the newspaper to say, this happened, and I'm not telling you anymore. Now, as a journalist, you run with, you wouldn't run with that. You would say, I need to verify before I print this, and every every paper nationally and locally and every internet source in the world goes running with it, swearing that it happened, calling it a fact. You don't know it's a fact. It's unverifiable, unverifiable. And the fact that it matches verbatim the hypothetical from three months earlier makes it suspect. I'm sorry. So when you say it appears, I hope it's not true. Now, that's part of the problem is people want this to be true. People with the political agenda want it to be true. As horrible as it is, they want to believe in it. I'd like to believe it didn't happen. I'll be honest with you. I'd like to believe it didn't happen. That doesn't mean um, I'm... If there's evidence, real evidence that it did happen besides one person, an activist word on it, I would definitely be willing to change my mind in a heartbeat and say it happened now. We know it happened. We have to fucking question the sources who made this decision in the state whether it's a judge or a legislature or whoever, about the details of it. Not exposing the victim, not putting the victim uh information out there and stealing her her childhood even further. Uh what is Kevin saying here? What's dumb is they go back to the last menstruation to determine the date you were impreg- impregnated. So that six weeks Uh, limit you may not even know uh, you could lose a couple of weeks yeah and days so three days now six weeks is a difficult standard every I think everybody who has any kind of sense of women's rights here six weeks even is, is a really tough limit a lot of women don't even know they're pregnant by six weeks but three days over the age of the of the victim, rape involved, all these things, nah, we got no fucking heart. We're right to life. Yeah, you're right to life. So you're making this baby be born to, into a miserable life, uh, almost a certain outcome for this kid to have less than a fair shot at having a good life. Um. So if you're aware of your cycle of regular emotions, you'd have to. So, this is a good question, Kevin, and I don't know about this, but where the date if they're going by the date of 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 menstruation, couldn't you fudge that by three days or four days to make who's to say her own gynecologist is to say right, so couldn't you fudge that, especially if it's just a matter of days to get it under the limit to make it legal there? It's it's really i don't know i don't know the answer to that not to mention her little body isn't ready ready yeah so she's gonna be carrying a 10 year old girl carrying to full term man that's, and forced to kelly says oh, you know i i am not i should know this and i could probably call a doctor and find out what the chances of her actually carrying to full term are uh No, no, Craig. See, this is the problem. Seeing reports from multiple places like New York Times, WAPO's, Washington Post, would assume they vet these kind of stories. No, they did not. These, all those stories go back to the original Indianapolis Star story, and all they're doing is, according to the Indianapolis Star, and the Indianapolis Star story came from one doctor. So all these this is this was my Twitter war, saying, or they were coming at me, well, here it is again, here it is again, here it is again. It's the same story from the same source. So no, this is part of the problem too, is the media, if one reputable, reputable media source puts it out there, everybody else gets the feed and just says, according to them, this is the story, and doesn't bother to vet any of it, doesn't bother to check on any of it. Nobody has questioned this at all. Uh, the Indianapolis Star might have asked, uh, you want to give us more details? But Dr. Bernard said, nope, victim's 10, can't do it. Now, again, man, I'm spending a lot of time on this, I, and I don't mind spending a lot of time on this, because I spent a lot of time on it in the middle of the night after my gig arguing with, with people who... I have the same view of women's rights that I do. I think, that, listen, I'm not pro-abortion. pro, pro abortion. I'm not pro-abortion, but I'm pro-woman's life. And I think that it's a personal choice that a woman has to make and the, the law should stay the fuck out of it. That's, you know, so on that sense, I'm on their side with the political agenda here. I think a woman should, it's a very personal decision And this whole idea of your fucking religion telling other people that what they can and and can't do—it's just fucking ridiculous. I'm gonna, you know, that's the other part of this whole fucking separation of of church and state, and and the fact that we are becoming a nation of Christian Sharia law, uh, Christians imposing their religion on everybody else it's just and we're, we're seeing it happen in real time and happen quickly and these are the same people who are so concerned about muslim sharia law the real sharia law uh being you know they have a will to to make us a muslim country well i don't want that i don't want a christian country i don't want it i don't want any religion running the country it's if you want your religion tells you what to do, I'm okay with that. Your religion doesn't tell me what to do. It's fucked up, man. So, so there's that part of it. So you know, it, it's a whole fucked up thing. But um, yeah, if those supposed bastions of journalism are not vetting, then they are Fox News in different clothing. Exactly my point. Exactly my point. This was, and it's not just this story, but this story highlights exactly how political discourse works in this country. Again, you're right. They are the Fox news in in a different closing. Now you turn the story around again, if it were one source saying an illegal immigrant crossed the border and raped a 10 year old girl, and we have a gynecologist's word on it and that's all we know about it. And according to the El Paso News, and everybody else picks that up and runs with it, and now right-wing media is, is on fire saying, we need a wall because of this story. Uh, anybody ask questions about the case? Did it really happen? Is there any proof? That would be a very dangerous thing, uh, Kat. That would be, I, I would advise against that. <laughs> uh No, that's like uh, the blind following the deaf, dumb, and blind. Me, the deaf, dumb, and blind. Um, But according to the unfunny comedian, I just like to hear myself talk. I don't. I want to get other opinions on this stuff. But I do. I I don't like it when you ask questions about this stuff with a sincere open mind and open heart about it and you become attacked for asking questions and saying we should know more about this before we all get the torches and start marching and i don't think we can do that anymore in america maybe not in the world i don't, i'm not not really a citizen of the world as much as i would like to be but I don't think I think we've lost the capacity as a society to sit back and say, "Wait a minute before we rush to judgment, let's make sure that this case isn't just a right uh somebody who with one we were fine asking questions about that, and uh yeah, well, no, it, but on I cat cat says if someone is repeating things they hear, they break down when you question them. That's very telling. Oh. That's true, but it's possible that this case is absolutely true, and I will add that if it is questioning it helps their agenda when when somebody is telling the truth. And you question them, and it proves to be true. That strengthens the foundation of whatever they are trying to achieve by the by their the agenda behind it. So and I was trying to make that point to the people who were just arguing with me, and some of them were just fucking deaf to what I was saying, and putting the, putting having the argument in the head in their head that they wanted to have no matter what I said. So you're saying the, the little girl is a liar. Did I say that a little girl is a liar? I say I don't even know if there is a little girl. No, I'm not calling a little girl a liar. I'm not making a victim of, of a 10-year-old who's already a victim. I want to know that she really exists, and then I want to know that the guy who did this to her is paying for it, and I want I want the judge or the state legislature or whoever condemned her to carry the full term, I want them held responsible to, and answer questions about how is this a fucking opportunity for her so no 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 uh, william you are all a very astute astute man as is uh cat is a very astute woman or a very astute cat um anyway that's the story and so you know if you see any shit on Twitter that I'm taking for that you know what that's behind, what's behind that story I just think uh and if you look into it yourself and I'm not saying it's waste a whole lot of time on this you'll see that what I'm saying is absolutely true every bit of the media that went did not vet it every bit of media that reported on the story did not vet it did not look any further than the Indianapolis Star said one doctor said so Dangerous place to be. Anyway, we, we can move on from from that. I think I've t- talked enough about it anyway. Um, you might have noticed that is not here today. Have you noticed? <laughs> oh, I called her Kiara. I meant Flat Earther. That's her official name now. Um, she's not here today. Um, I honestly don't know why. I just know that she's not. Um, I'm assuming... I'm hoping it's nothing too serious, Um, but whatever. She's not here, and so I have been flying solo. And I have put out an invitation for anybody who wants to join the program today. I do have good programs for you the rest of the week. I promise. Even tonight, I have uh, Bo Bissett is on on the Mind Dog TV podcast tonight, and we're going to be talking about self sabotage, Um, and uh, that's something. It's subconscious self, self-sabotage. It's something I think, I, I don't think, I know I have done. And I want to know why, you know. I'm curious to know what drives that kind of stuff. You know, they if you go to traditional psychotherapy, <laughs> they'll call it fe- a fear of success. Self-sabotage is a fear of success. Um and I think there's something to that, but you have to look deeper to find to kind of analyze. Well, and why? Why is there a fear of success? What What does that mean? It means the trappings uh, that success brings with it can threaten your values and principles and things that you or, that are really important to you. And I know I've done this. I know I've I've done that to myself on for different things in different businesses, different settings, and in different artistic pursuits. Hey, things are getting a little too big here. Starting to, and I I think I mentioned it about cablevision when I worked for cablevision. I was an executive there, and in this nineteen ninety nine nineteen ninety eight. I don't remember the exact year. I walked away from that. I was making $204,000 a year, which was a lot of money in those days. And I quit with no severance package, no couldn't get unemployment or anything. Walked away from that because the job and I was getting more successful than in my mind I was ready to handle and the stress and the the vision, the um, perception of what it would take for me to continue on like that was overwhelming my life. So that's a form of self-sabotage. Hey, wait, this things I'm doing really great. <laughs> I'm not meant to do really great. I'm better off being poor. And so I'm going to do it to myself on purpose, walk away from $204,000 a year, which probably in today's economy, it today's, uh, probably translates to probably a year job. Just walk away to no income, no unemployment, no severance package, nothing. You go from $204,000 a year to zero. So, uh, maybe a happy news is a 10-year-old's mom in Ohio and a kid gets in half price at the (laughs) (laughs) Columbus. I'm sorry for that, folks. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, sometimes they should read the comments before I put them on the screen. <laughs> That's probably one of them. I love you, Craig. That's. Uh, um, I discovered a video. I'm just getting off that subject now. I think we're tired of. It, but I do. If you're intellectually curious about it, you might want to check it out. And I, as I say in my stupid decla- disclaimer up front independent fact checking is encouraged uh so if you if you can find the holes in my view on this i would appreciate that i really do uh despite some passive aggressive stuff uh that you may have heard <laughs> i do really care about other opinions and and want to learn where when i'm wrong i want to be corrected whenever i'm wrong um sometimes it's hard to accept now um i discovered yesterday on youtube uh mishka shibali's uh am i the only one drinking tonight now there are several versions of that and i think i have heard the song but this video that was put together from the film the unbookables that it says featuring andy andrist and the unbookables as if andy was (laughs) the lead singer of a a group called the unbookables no it says featuring andy andrist and the unbookables but it's a, a The video isn't as... It's not the reason I I really wanted to share that, and I I hope people will check it out. The song, maybe I didn't pay close enough attention because the movie was so fucking boring to me. Uh, When I watched the movie, I didn't pay close enough attention to the soundtrack. But Mishka I think that's one of Mishka's best pieces of work, and I do think he's a, a pretty pretty impressive artist in his genre and for what he does i think he's a good troubadour truth teller i like i'm a fan of his but i think that song is probably one of his best so i i, I shared that I, I, that's you know issues with andy they like to make recommendations i guess i'm i'm on that case now i'm making a recommendation that you check out that version of it, the one that says featuring Andy Idris and the Unbookables. I shared it yesterday on Twitter and Facebook. If you follow me there, you should be able to find it. Uh I think it's pretty cool and I, I think you'll agree. If you don't agree, uh I'm sorry. <laughs> I I I only wanna recommend things that are uh <clears throat> William just shared shared with me his first acting gig. I don't know if I'm ready to play this yet. Should I play it yet? I don't know. Uh, should I play it on the show? I probably can. I'll probably get a, a copyright. I'll check it out after the show. And if, if it's uh, something that won't get me in trouble, maybe we'll share it tomorrow. How about that? Um, what else do I want to talk about? Oh, Rogan. I want to talk a little bit about Rogan. Because... Last night, late last night, after all the fireworks had stopped, I, uh, on YouTube, I saw Lex Friedman had uh, Rogan on again. Now, Lex is a interesting guy. He's an MIT engineer, super smart. Still a little young. He's also, you know, black belt in jujitsu and a uh, musician and a whole bunch of other things. Um, and definitely intellectually curious. But he's also prone to gravitating towards the Rogans, the Alex Joneses, the um, – he talks more to people in academia and academia, 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 uh, who are also extremists in their views. Uh, Douglas Murray, who is an absolute racist, far right wing uh, member of academia, and it just it it always is curious when people who don't live in a you know an English guy who, who's still a uh, British citizen. Uh, and all he's concerned with is Amer- American politics and America's racism and America's or lack of racism, in his view. <clears throat> That's his thing. Like, why do you worry about your own country, dude? <laughs> but so, Lex had uh, Rogan on, and it was questioning him about how he. Uh, it, it's an hour and forty-one minutes, so. It's not just uh, as simple as I'm going to make it, but he's talking about his politics, talking about Trump. Uh, and Rogan was going out of his way to say he's not a Trump supporter, but he Rogan characterized the Trump thing as this: people were quick to abandon their principles to attack Trump and and make him the devil. But I'm not a Trump supporter. In my perspective on this, the people who, who abandoned their principles are the Trump supporters who used to be conservatives. The Republican Party, who, and this is verifiable, all attacked Trump as not being one of them during their primaries. As soon as they he won the primary, gave up all those principles to follow him blindly. So... If Rogan had any clue about what he's talking about, the people who abandoned their principles are the people who supported Trump because the entire Republican Party was against Trump. They didn't even want him running as a Republican. You can check this out. You can. This is verifiable. When I say fact check me, fact check me on this. Lindsey Graham said, if we dominate Trump, we'll be destroyed and we deserve it. Who abandoned their principles? Ted Cruz abandoned his principles to suck Donald Trump's dick. All the Republican Party abandoned everything they believed in or said they believed in, because what what you say you believe in and what you actually believe in are, are sometimes two very different things. But they all just flushed that shit down the toilet to suck Donald Trump's dick. Uh, So that's one place where where Rogan is wrong. But I'm going to put together a video of two weeks ago, Rogan spent 20 minutes trying to convince himself and anybody who would listen to him that he was, in fact, a liberal. While praising Fox News and coming up with things that he said he was supportive of. Like a woman's right to choose, which he is not really all that supportive of. Um, Or gay marriage, which he's not really that supportive of. Or gay rights, you know, and he's totally not supportive of. He's a homophobe in a big way. Uh, but so he was trying to convince the world that he's liberal I he used to be for universal healthcare, but he's not anymore. Uh, so maybe you used to be a liberal. Maybe you thought you were a liberal once in the past. And I'm not saying you have to be a liberal. I don't care what you are, but you should be honest with yourself and honest with others about what you are. I'm not a liberal. I'm an independent. And there are parts of conservative. And there are oh, old-fashioned conservatism, pre, pre, pre-Trump conservatism, and there are parts of liberalism that I find compelling and interesting points. But I'm not going to fucking put myself in either camp. But Rogan spent 20 20 minutes trying to convince himself, you, me, and anybody else that he was a liberal, denying that he's a conservative, and then he endorses Ron DeSantis. You cannot. You cannot have that, <laughs> that contradiction in your life and and make it work. You can't. You cannot be a liberal and support Ron DeSantis. If you know anything about what, what Ron DeSantis is, now, I'm not saying... I'm not trying to convince anybody to vote against Ron DeSantis or for Don, Ron DeSantis, no matter what you do. I'm just saying, you if you vote for him you're a conservative (laughs) very conservative you're very far right wing you're not resembling a liberal whatsoever so stop trying to pretend that you are is all i'm saying rogan is being dishonest he's always been intellectually dishonest in a lot of ways but that one is really really stark uh to try and convince people try to convince himself i guess That he's still somehow progressive or liberal or whatever you want to call it, label it as, when you are supporting and endorsing extreme, extreme right wing candidates, Uh, it doesn't make any fucking sense at all. Now the other part of that, we're talking about how he got over, how he got through people trying to cancel him, and let me let me just say this about that (laughs) he didn't get through it it's not over yet people are going to be trying to cancel him for the rest of his life or until he gets canceled uh come on after dog talks about his son i'm not going to talk about my son why why would you (laughs) why would you want to do that oh joe is my son joe rogan um (laughs) Is he? Um, uh, that would be odd, because that would mean I, I was, like, seven when I, when I got his mother pregnant. Um, where was I going with this? <laughs> he got me distracted. Oh, how he got through the cancel stuff. He's not, it, he didn't get through it. It's going to continue. It's going to continue for as long as he holds the influence that he does. Um, and the part of it that that bugs me. I had this conversation again. I have lots of conversations, obviously. I, maybe I do love to hear myself talk. No, I love to hear other people comment on my ideas and maybe give me some fresh perspective. But uh, so he thinks he, he's gotten through this Idea where people are criticizing him and want to cancel him because he has influence. Now, my, my take on this is a lot of the criticism is not necessarily to hurt him. It's to try to talk to the people who blindly follow him, the Kool-Aid drinkers who think Joe Rogan is God. And there are those people out there, and that's not an overstatement, folks. If it sounds like an overstatement, check it. Look at the, the Rogan cult. There are people. If Rogan says, "Remember, remember, your mom used to say, if Billy said to jump off the George Washington Bridge, would you jump off the George Washington?" If Rogan said to jump off the George Washington Bridge, there would be a million people today heading out to the George Washington Bridge to have a jump. Now he knows that. He has actually admitted it, recognized it, called it out, talks about his influence, and still is lazy or irresponsible with it. That's a problem. If you if you are fully now it's one thing to say, Yeah, I jump off the George Washington Bridge, not expecting anybody to do it and saying I'm not responsible for people who really do it. I never expected them to do it. Versus being fully aware that people, some people live and breathe on your command. You're telling them what to think. And if you know that in advance and you say something really irresponsible like that, you are responsible for it. And the kickback I got, and I'd love to hear uh, any feedback on this, is that He's not responsible for what people do when he when he says it, just because he says something that's to me is false in my opinion that's false, and here's why that's false. Um, we can there are thousands of examples of people Charles Manson Charles Manson went to prison. telling people to murder now he could claim i never thought they would do it but he did know they would act on his word and do what he told them to do so is he responsible yeah we held him responsible jim jones would have went to jail for what he was doing had he not taken the coward way out people are responsible for the influence they have especially when they know the influence they have is going to be Going to cause negativity in, in people's lives uh, and act, make them act on very negative things. And you put that out there knowing how much you control people, you're responsible. So the argument that he's not responsible for what people do just because he said that's bullshit. That's bullshit. Well, as a society, we've recognized that that's bullshit for forever, as long as there's been the rule of law. Inciting things. When you knowingly and expect those results, especially, you're responsible. And so that's my final take on Rogan. I'm done talking about Joe. If you want to come in, call. Anyway, um, so that that's where we are today. Now, uh, I did mention we have a new sponsor today, didn't I? Oh, Wake coffee. Wake coffee is instant coffee for when your wife fucks up and gives you weak coffee and you don't have time to make a a fresh pot of real strong coffee, Waker Coffee is my go-to now. Link's going across the bottom there. Uh, And you can click on that. And if you use my link today, they're going to offer you a 20% off your first purchase uh, to try it out. And uh, there is an introductory try it for $5 uh, thing on there as well. So you might want to check that out. Anyway. Um, what else is, uh, happening in the world that I could talk about that, uh, won't get everybody mad at me? I, um, I don't know. Uh, well, I see, uh, I see, I see Andy has uh, seen that Only One drinking tonight featuring Andy Anderson, the Unbuckles. I think that's kind of new. I don't think that's, I think that's a new edited ver- uh, version of, uh the video and uh it, andy has shared it on there too so now that's another place you'll be able to find it um once once that's out so i'm just going to go through what we can expect from from me this week now tomorrow morning well tonight bo bissett as i mentioned will be with me he's going to talk about self-sabotage, how to stop sabotaging your own success. Uh, and then tomorrow morning, C.J. Hightower, uh, very funny comedian out of Atlanta, Georgia, will be joining me. Uh, and then tomorrow night, the fabulous and hysterical rock star comedian, uh, Rasputin-like Derek Sheen will be joining me tomorrow night. And that should be fun. I haven't talked to Derek since the Python. looking forward to catching up with him uh oh yeah there you go wow call you're Hi. all you're all fuzzy looking
2: i'm all fuzzy looking i don't know if it's the camera or the wi-fi or i'm staying in a real suspect place so yeah well,
0: m- maybe it's you carl maybe you're fuzzy To i, I know i'm stealing mitch Hedberg's <coughs> material here but maybe it's not the cameraman maybe it's not the wi-fi maybe it's carl Maybe Carl is the blurry one.
2: I think the most important thing to talk about is what's happened to Coa Coffee.
0: Right. Um, how are things where you are? In uh,
2: in London? Nah, fuck it. I don't care anymore. Um, I'm in a real sketchy neighborhood in Sao Paulo. And uh, it's fine in the day. It's, in the evening, it's okay. And at night, nah, it's not good. I um, Again. Carl, let me get let me get your
0: perspective on American behavior on the Fourth of July. Sure. Uh, what you, as somebody who doesn't live here and has ne- never been an American citizen, no desire to be an American citizen, what is your take on our uh, <laughs> this holiday, if what is what it is? I've
2: got no problem with the holidays. It just seems uh, holidays time for work and eating food and drinking. Right? That's 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 what it
0: should be. Do. You, is there any equivalent in the places you've lived where people get fireworks not just have fireworks shows done by professionals but people buy tons of fireworks blow their hands off burn their in houses the UK, down yeah in
2: the uk we have fireworks night which is when we celebrate a terrorist attack on the government uh, <laughs> so we celebrate celebrate guy fawkes trying to blow up the houses of parliament so we'll make explosions so we have that but it's not as big Obviously, it's a smaller country, but people do buy their own fireworks and they do burn their hands. And I've bought illegal fireworks before under the counter, a little corner shop, set them off in the street and set off car alarms and all that stuff um, when I was younger. But I said, I'm not that fussed about fireworks these days. They look cool, but these days with the computerized, uh, you
0: know. Are they legal? Legal. Yeah, well, because in, in some states, in some states in the U.S., you can go to actual stores and buy fireworks. In New York, you still have to go to a, a guy, a mafia guy with a with a uh, twisted nose and, and pay. You
2: can, you can go to stores and buy them to an extent, but we we found this was a long time ago, many years ago. We we found a small corner store run by an ethnic gentleman who sold we people just knew that you could ask can we have something else that isn't on the shelf please and he would bring out something highly illegal and dangerous probably because they haven't passed the safety test and all that or they're way too loud or way too noisy uh so you can you can get that stuff as well you know off the market and that kind of stuff you're still suffering a little with the cough i see it's it's really weird i think it's partly psychological I'm fine almost all the time now. When I'm talking to someone, I'll start coughing. It's weird, not all the time. Yeah, no,
0: I get it. I think I think what you had was the with the small C, because it no. lingered with me for for only one time. I had it where I had any real symptoms in it, but it was pretty bad. But the after part part of it, and still, it takes a while to get over that. I don't know. I think I, ha- I think
2: I had it, and I'll tell you why I think I had it is because two people are around, got sick straight after, and one of them. One of them had COVID that turned into pneumonia. So that's, that's when I was like, oh shit, did I do that? Yeah. But they say, no, no, it wasn't you, wasn't you, but I'm pretty sure two people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so sorry for anyone that I murdered <laughs> here, um, but I didn't know. I But when I was sick, to be honest, I barely left the hotel. I left to get medicine and food once. And the rest of the time, I did, when I did that podcast, I, I just couldn't think straight or sit, I laid in bed two right. days i was really sick and then after that it was just chest
0: now uh have have you i know you've been to the us have you been to the us between uh, uh cuz if i just say memorial day uh the end of may and like
2: the second week of july um no uh no i've been in mid may and i was only around tampa way and i've been in september uh, yeah. and october so those sort of times yeah because the, the reason I'm asking that is
0: because 4th of July is and the fireworks is mm-hmm. not on the 4th of July. It the starts weekend, right? it starts before Memorial Day weekend, which is the last weekend in May, and goes every night and gets stronger and stronger and stronger until the 4th of July, and now for the next week or so, people will be shooting off what they they didn't get to last night.
2: It sounds like a bigger version of Firework Night for here, or Bonfire Night, is they start a couple of days before and a couple of days after, but, but it's not... As crazy, or sometimes around New Year as well, the same, but it's not, it's annoying if you live in a right. city, particularly if you've got pets and stuff. Um,
0: well, I just want to put this out there yeah, <laughs> feel free to say Americans are fucking retarded. And oh, sure. I won't, I
2: don't I, care. I'm not scared. <laughs> um, they are retarded, but you know, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> what, what I saw yesterday was quite funny. There was one where, um, they had let off all the fireworks at once by accident. Was it 70,000? Yeah. Something like that. They were just everyone sat there with a beer and some food, and then this what looked like Russia was attacking across yeah. the lake. <laughs> Phenomenal. Yeah, I never no, have. I've mean, got a problem with people celebrating. It is the if you're doing it for weeks and weeks, that's just annoying for everyone else around. They don't even know what the fuck they're celebrating,
0: though. They don't. They because they think, <coughs> sure. uh, you know they're celebrating their independence and, but they think independence means personal independence, not what it meant was for our government to say we govern ourselves. Now Britain, Britain doesn't govern us anymore. They don't get that. They think it means, Oh, I'm celebrating my personal freedom. No, you're not. You're celebrating your government, telling another government to leave us alone.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, I think it's like that with probably a lot of holidays though, isn't it? I mean, at Christmas, People are kind of aware of Jesus, even though he wasn't he wasn't born around then. If he did exist, it was weeks before, right? They yeah, cut to so the pagan festival, right. um, which, the, of course, they murdered the pagans and then used their festival. It's weird. Uh, <laughs> Christmas is different for everyone people, but it's family, drinking and food. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, most people don't think about Jesus. I mean, some people do, I'm sure. But... Right. Have you ever been to Israel, Carl? <laughs> No, but I want to. I have a friend from Tel Aviv. Um, I haven't seen them for nearly two years because of COVID. So I do want to go. It's, it seems interesting. Apart from, I mean, I'm just staying away from the topic on social media because I've, I've said a couple of things about it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not ideal. And I say it to my friend from Tel Aviv. She was, you know, when they were getting rocket attacked last year, she was right. in an apartment block. with no bomb shelter, so they were just in the corridor for three days, listening to land. and even at the time, I was texting her going...
0: Oh, what the hell? Get off um, my phone, you. (laughs) Yeah. No, um, I get it, man. Uh, I worked with a bunch of guys from Israel who who, uh, emigrated here, and I used to ask them about that all the time, like, and to them... It's part of life. Like it, it, I don't know how you get used to that or accu- acclimate yourself to bombs falling or that kind of threat in your entire life. To me, I would be, I would be fucking totally crazy, out of my fucking yeah. mind with stress it's and all, anxiety.
2: It's all, all, I think most people, most people Fuck, they don't. Have the there are some people who be proud, and if you can't be, um, the. It's, it's a weird thing. Of
0: course, I'm going to try and lower our bandwidth rate here just to, really quickly if I can to see if I can uh, um, make your signal a little bit better. How's that? Is that any better, folks? Talk to me. No, I broke it all together, didn't I? Wow. <laughs> I broke it all together i suck
2: I? Oh how
0: about that that's better no 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 so i guess wi-fi is a challenge wherever you are wherever you are in that country um now uh, uh the the thing uh, uh you know about the, the how oh, israel stuff i played a wedding on sunday night uh for the same people i knew from <laughs> israel and. Oh my god man beautiful women there were so many uh, you think I know you you've commented on brazil having beautiful women if you the uh, at least the ones who the israeli ladies that were at this party stunning beauties stunning okay look
2: uh, so on instagram look for israeli soldiers female soldiers my god they've all got to do military like, there
0: if I were a single guy, I would definitely be going. That's all I'm
2: saying. I like it. Yeah,
0: I'm, I'm pulling you out and putting you back in to see if we can fix this at all because we're breaking up. Hold on. Blah 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 blah. Nope, he's gone. We've lost him totally. This is how bad I'm gonna have to call you Carl, call 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 five call five four bars three bars call that's unfortunate i know you want to hear from call anyway there was supposed to be is it of of dykes and man today now if that's what calls got wi-fi wise connection wise there may not be this this is this might be a problem um so I I hope he gets that straightened out. I think that's at one I wanna say one o'clock. It's usually at one o'clock. Um I don't know for for sure though. But anyway, it's supposed to be a Dykes of Man of Dykes and Man today at one PM, I believe, if they can make that happen. I'm I'm a little concerned that it might not happen, seeing what call has for uh connectivity uh I don't know if you can hear me, Carl. Uh of Dykes and Man doesn't look like it it's gonna go all too well if this is your uh connectivity today, unless you go someplace else to do it from.
2: Yeah, I
0: can do it. Yeah, no, y you, you your your wi fi is lamer than Jamie Dykes's uh ability to stay up late at night. That's that's my nice little analogy comparing call's connectivity to Jamie's ability to stay awake late at night. See, we lost him. Anyway, I'll just keep talking. Call can do <laughs> <laughs> I think we I probably should end this one uh a little early today. I appreciate everybody being here. Let's see what uh we can do to uh I don't know. I I'm going to download this thing from William. Uh wow, huge files here. Oh sorry, you're having a little trouble, William. I'm trying to download your uh your video your video your oh here it goes. now it's downloading anyway, I'll probably play that for you tomorrow William's um acting debut um what uh what was the question you wanted call to answer Kelly? I don't oh, looks like calls better now, oh yeah, that looks better. you're not fuzzy. What happened?
2: Data, baby. Oh, my child drank.
0: Ah, uh, well. Anyway, Kelly wanted you to answer a question, but she didn't say. I won't. She has a question. I won't answered. I think she meant one answered, but I don't know what it was. So, <laughs> I think probably how big it is. Oh, his doctor. Yeah, oh, how big? It doctorate. Is, but... This is what I wanted to question you about on your. Last uh, episode with, with Brett Brock late at night, before I joined that conversation, you were talking about this relationship that you had and blah, 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 and yeah. how the girl helped you through getting your degree, and then you said, even, and I'm not sure if, if I heard it correctly, I could have sworn you said uh, she even helped me get a PhD. Do you have a fucking PhD, and I'm just finding um, out about it? I,
2: I uh, Yes.
0: Dr. Carl?
2: No, I don't. As soon as I as soon as I came out of the exam, someone said that to me and I said, don't ever say that again. <laughs> and I don't talk about it much, be just because just because <clears throat> I fell out with everyone <laughs> and I kind of I walked away from something that um, was annoying to me. And some people that annoyed to me. But, you know, if you want to talk about it briefly, we can talk about it. It was well, I weird. Think it's
0: something to be proud of. And I, 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 you know what? Degrees don't make the person. I understand that. But if that's the case, I have a, I don't know, I, I, even higher esteem for you than I did before. I don't know if that's that's necessarily accurate, but I'm impressed. That's all I, I I'm impressed by that. I mean, I'm surprised that it took me a fucking two years or a year and a half, eighteen months to find that out.
2: Yeah, I don't I don't talk about it, that's why <laughs> it's not yeah. on anywhere. There's probably <clears throat> there's a there's a there's a website I can send where it's got my stuff from like eleven years ago. And I can I can send some stuff. But I I, I, I went back to uni or college late. I didn't study at 18. You know, I did manual jobs. I moved to a city called Southampton. In the UK, where the Titanic sailed from, and uh, <clears throat> messing around for a couple of years, and then I, then I decided to go back to school, got into college, I guess, and then <clears throat> while I was there, I intended to go into clinical stuff, and while while I was there, I could we couldn't get funding for that, so they happened to have certain contracts with the military and some other people, so a professor just said to me one day cuz i used to work in the lab every summer they just said to me do you want some money and i said yeah and that's how i got <laughs> that's how i got uh my funding and then i did that for four years and it was cool it was fun it was hard you know we did some fun stuff we did i was working with visual search and memory on complex tasks so experts doing stuff soldiers looking for bombs engineers looking at stuff and uh it was quite interesting but the way it ended was really bad like on a personal level with me and some senior people from there but yeah that's what that's why I went to Tampa I went there to a conference in like 2014 on the beach so yeah I did that a few years and then then I got another job in that kind, kind of field sideways but I was disillusioned by a lot of it, so I kind of walked away from that. But I used, I used a lot of the stuff I learned to earn money elsewhere in well, IT. Or I COVID think it's
0: fair to say. That alcohol works on you like truth serum what's that sodium what is the uh, actual truth serum that yeah. gets people but uh, basically, it's... if we get you drunk enough, we can get deep into your subconscious and get you to like confess everything about yeah
2: I'll tell body. you about the, the, the year that I spent in blackface yeah no I just get I just get it I just think of stuff it, it's weird I just think of stuff. When I'm hammered, that I don't think of that much sober. It's all we're having conversations, and I think, oh, I'll, I'll say that. But for the most part, I've blocked it out when I'm sober. <laughs> That's why I don't talk about it. It's, I enjoyed it, and I'm glad I did it, and I, it helped me earn money after that. But um, nice. it was cool. I'm happy to talk about it more. We we did some fun stuff. We did we did some stuff.
0: We had uh, Brett. was said he wants to see your the peer reviews. <laughs>
2: I can can send a paper or two, but the thing is, some of the stuff I worked with was very complicated. So it Uh, took years to get get published, and and what it ended up being wasn't really how it was when I worked on it because
0: sodium pentatol. Thank you, Christina. That, and where can I get a a, 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 like a box uh, full of sodium pentatol? Because I know lots of people I would love to give it to. Uh, I wonder if it would work on me. Would I actually confess? Where the bodies are buried. If somebody gave me a, is that
2: so? That's like true ceremony? Right? So the way it, the way it works, doesn't it just really relax you and get you so fucking high? You're like, sure, I'll tell you that. No worries, man.
0: Well, here's the thing about that because my my mom one time picked me up. Uh, she gave me a ride home after dental surgery, oral surgery, and I was still under anesthesia. And I, according to my mom, I told her I really loved this girl. Uh, uh, that uh, that I was seeing at the time and I didn't so I uh, to me like I was just talking the anesthesia was loosening me up to a point where I was talking shit but I was talking shit <laughs> I was lying even though the idea, and and my mom went and shared that with the girl said he said under anesthesia he was blabbering on about how he really loves you so it must be true no I was bullshit it makes me more of a bullshit artist <laughs>
2: Oh, we lost your volume. You're muted. That's that's my fault. That's my fault. I muted to cough. It's the yeah. same with Boozo. It can it, you can develop fantasies or go, I've got so fucking confused, I've mixed people up before when I've been out blackout drunk when I was younger, like completely talking to someone and like, I thought they're another human for an hour. Hmm. It's just,
1: yeah,
2: it's weird. Sugar
0: Cat says her cookies have been called truth. Now I've eaten her cookies. As a matter of fact, I think she when she when we went to Stanhope, she gave me a, a bunch of cookies that she made. I think she told me only to not to eat them all at once, because but I did. <laughs> I did, uh, and I don't remember uh, like ha- it having tooth serum effect on me. It did have the edible effect on me, which is basically you know giggly. I get really giggly and stupid.
2: Yeah, special cookies. Yeah,
0: Kelly, she makes pot cookies.
2: <laughs> I go... Last time I took edibles, they were homemade from somewhere, and I, I just, I just got really deep and had weird hallucinogenic, kind of dreams, but kind of not, kind of when I was awake, and it was just really trippy. But I was just laid down for hours, for like four hours, and then I felt sick when I stood up. That was my last experience.
0: I expressed this to Cat and Steve when, when we were at Stanhope, because they, they make edibles of their own. I, I'm not. To me, it's a risk. It's a and it's it's not like a major risk, but it's a you're risking an ounce of really good weed and you don't know that you're going to do it right. And like, I could be just throwing this, I could be wasting $400 or five. You can
2: get you can get good at it. I I know people that are phenomenal, actually.
0: I can't get good at anything.
2: We don't, we don't, uh, we, yeah, we don't know the name, but the person I was talking about in Israel, it's a female. She, She's a professional. She does some kind of job. I don't even know what it is. You know, I've known her for years. But on the side in Israel, she sells weed cookies. And but she is a phenomenal, like a master baker, not a masturbator, a master baker.
0: Uh, <laughs> Maybe she's bold.
2: Is yeah, that I think so. I like to think so. Um, <laughs> I take a little cookie. And rub it in <laughs> she there. makes. I'll, I'll send you some pictures. She makes like expert chocolates that are beautifully shaped and perfect but she also does them with weeding uh as well so i'm gonna try she does come to the uk quite a bit but i missed her she was here there when i was in um, out here but um i'm gonna try and get her to make some in the uk if i can get some decent weed because it's just they look so beautiful
0: yeah i i am gonna meant because you said you can get good at it now i think People could get good at it is more accurate, but there are people like Andy Andrus and me who can't grow weed, and weed should grow without any help because it's a fucking weed. But people, there are some people who just can't get good at anything, and like people like me and Andy fall into that category. So you say you could get good at, I can't get good at it. I well, suck. I think I think to
2: make I think to make weed good enough, you know, a lot of people you got a light here in, in, in the UK anyway, you've got to light it. Right lamps and look after the soil you know there are people who fucking really know and they'll get perfect every time oh you can chuck it in the ground and let it grow
0: um, I'm, I'm still trying to control my drool as like, you know, I haven't learned to really control my lips. And-
2: me too. I drool. I, I'm a drooler. When I'm, trying to have, when I'm trying to have a nap, sometimes I wake up and the pillow is just <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I've definitely had that going now, on. Given that I, I travel a lot as well, when I fall asleep <laughs> on a bus or a plane, I know I'm doing it. I'm, I'm conscious enough to know I'm doing it. I drool and I, my head drops down and then I go up like a hundred times. So the people sitting next to me always get scared, I think. I'm you very...
0: know, I'm going to confess something here that I sh- probably shouldn't confess, and I'm not on alcohol or, or sodium penicill or anything. When I was about 18 or 19, traveling alone for about three weeks, I became a bedwetter. <laughs> you talk about waking up with drool. <laughs> for those three weeks of my life, traveling alone in strange places, Press? I would wake up in a in a puddle of my own piss
2: anxiety probably right
0: yeah it's,
2: it's weird yeah close. i know people that are bedwet until they're like 14
0: <laughs> yeah no i but became one at eight nineteen and a half 19 and a half or is, something and it only lasted like three incredible. weeks but it was like when i was taking bus trips all around america very weird so it, to me it was like unexplainable and very <clears throat> aggravating because ah, I gotta clean the bed. I gotta fucking wash sheets now every, every day. Was a fuck like what the hell's going on with me? It stopped when I, yeah, when I It's got
2: to be some weird anxiety, like deep rooted anxiety that you buried down because you're so macho, and then you know, God, I'm alone. I'm traveling. What the fuck's happening? Yeah, yeah. And then you piss yourself as response. <laughs> Oh, lots of cra-
0: crazy people. And I was traveling on Greyhound buses, which made it even more bizarre. <clears throat> I remember waking up. I'd fallen asleep on the bus and waking up, this woman pushing me off. Her. I was like, I had my head on her breast. <laughs> like, hey, hey, get up. <laughs> 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 but Yeah, Oh, I- no,
2: I've fallen over.
0: Um, but, yeah, I don't yeah. think I drool that much anymore, but I definitely have woken up with the oh man, what happened? I'm spit all over myself. <laughs>
2: yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's disgusting. It all, it, not when I sleep, but when I nap. When I nap, I have weird sleep, and yeah, I'm, I'm a bit of a drooler.
0: Yeah, I need I need better sleep. I was actually thinking I might get on sleeping pills. I might have to go to a doctor and say, you know what, I need something to help. God bless me. America.
2: Come on, man. And yeah. I guess if you, if, you really, if you really need them, get on it, get on it. I, I took them, I've I taken them a few times, but, yeah, I prefer, I don't know, white noise, I'm a psychopath. If, if I didn't have this white noise, I'd probably be maiming women. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, white noise in my ears, if I'm struggling to sleep, I stick on this, it's called the White Noise Podcast on Spotify, and they've got eight-hour tracks. And I listen oh, to yeah. one, that, just the noise of a plane. Like if you're sat on the plane, like they, it's just that. But I turn it up; it blocks out loads of sound, and it completely levels out my mind immediately. It's weird. A
0: good, yeah, I might try something like that. Like in the stream, noise, people have those, you know, nature sounds and all that stuff. My, my wife, my uh, wife uses. Yeah. it's
2: hard. Headphones. It's hard with the headphones. I have these little Bluetooth pop-ins, but the battery will run out at 4 a.m. So there's a Chinese lady telling me to charge it, and that wakes me up. I'm like, Ugh. But uh, yeah, I don't
0: know. I don't sleep I don't sleep well at all. I'm I'm to a point in my life where if I get twenty minutes of good sleep ever, that's that's a victory. It's like wow. That's rough. Yeah.
2: That's yeah. rough. I'm 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 tired. I mean you see, I'm I'm tired most of the time here at the moment. I had a period where I was sleeping well, but recently no. I'm trying to go back to sleep, but it's difficult. So hopefully I'm gonna be more settled soon. In the next are you, day I'm are deep. you ever
0: going are you ever going back
2: or are you gonna stay this yeah. day? I think so. I think, unfortunately, I'm going to have to pull out of something. Not Edinburgh, but I'm going to have to pull out of something that I really wanted to do before. I've got some administrative problems here. I've got to sort some shit out in the next two days. But I think I might. I'll be be going somewhere more stable for a couple of weeks. And I'll be here a little bit longer than I thought, but not too long. I want to be home not long after the end of this month. There's no such thing as home. Home is where you hang your hat. Well, I'm, I haven't got a home. And secondly, okay. well, even when I go back, I've got stuff to do. I'll be going back and going straight to Edinburgh Festival. So I'll be going to Scotland. I could fly straight to Scotland um, mm-hmm. and do that. And then, and then then I need to set up a home. But I want, I've want, obviously got another trip planned. So it's it's a weird year. I know it's not months to complain about. But eventually, I'll get a home set up, hopefully late late this year, I would think, now. Well, I have right. a podcast and Some nice things.
0: I have to say goodbye to Govs briefly, uh, quickly. Goodbye, governors. But, but uh, when I do, when we come back in one second, and Govs, you probably want to switch over to to watch us for this because it's going to be intriguing. I want to ask Paul about UFOs now. It's triggered. I know you had an interest in, in UFOs, but what got mm-hmm. me interested was something Rogan said, and I'm not not making this about Rogan, so they don't panic. Um, <laughs> oh, but my. Um he said he he because him and lex Friedman were talking about it, and he said the only reason the government is talk his belief is that what we 're seeing is advanced drones uh, advanced technology drones that the government doesn't want to know about that don't doesn't want us to know about so he's skeptical that aliens even exist at all and they 've never really visited uh this planet and his yeah. reason is if the government is talking about it, that means they're trying to cover something up, because they had no interest in talk, nothing to gain by talking about it if it was real, and everything to gain about by talking about it uh, if it's not real. Your take on that?
2: Well, it's not, um, that's a valid point, it's, it, I've heard the point, I've heard all the points, I think in, are some of the things that people see, experimental craft or black budget craft that even Congress don't know about Yes, I would say so. But somewhere in Lockheed Martin, Raytheon, the Skunk Works, they're probably working on r- weird experimental shit, like they did with the stealth fighter, all that kind of stuff, right? Um, so some of it, some of it will be, some of it will be <clears throat> disinformation or, or ob- obfuscation, probably as well. I, I, from what I've been following it a long time, and legitimate people as well but I believe in legitimate from the DOD and all that stuff. There's people in inside that don't want to talk about it, and there are people that do. So there's kind of a bit of a back and forth. And all this public hearing stuff that you're seeing at the moment, it's kind of, it's really wishy-washy.
0: Nobody we're, we're, because we're like, having public hearings, but I don't know anybody, even hardcore UFO people aren't really paying that close attention to them. Well, they, which... they,
2: are, they are paying attention, but they saw immediately that it was a bit of a whitewash. It was like, oh, you're doing that. You're kind of not really talking about it. Yeah. Um, But they have set up an office. You know, they set up an office to look into it in the DOD from the budget from last year. It will be set up by the end of this year. I think it will be slow going. But I don't like talking about aliens, really. I do. But if you talk about UFOs, it's just something that's flying around. I I don't know what it is. And the the other theory was Russian or Chinese drones. I think we know they're not Russian at this point. Right? Right. We're wheeling out 1940s tanks.
0: My here's my question about this because if and it makes sense what Rogan said about that his take on that actually <laughs> makes a little bit of sense until you think. It. But it we're still spending billions, hundreds of billions of dollars on the old fashioned rockets. If we have that technology, why? Because and like we're we're startled when we see Musk can land a a, a rocket back on an aircraft carrier like yeah. that like so, that. Why are we even bothering with that shit if we have stuff that can be anti-gravity propulsion devices? So
2: that's a, that's that's a good point as well. But and also, when you do have experimental craft, it's never been multi-generational leap. It's been generational leap. So the stealth fighter was around for ten years before anyone knew about it. Really. Yeah, Lex said
0: said you don't know about it until they have a reason to use it. Like the atom bomb, nobody knew about the atom bomb until there was a reason for
2: the government (coughs) to use it, and then everybody knew about it. From what I can see, this kind of stuff, aircraft and that, they have a 10 to 25-year secrecy period. And so this stuff that is advanced. But even if you look at a biplane to a jet fighter from what the 70s to a stealth fighter to now, there are major differences, but they're still the same technology. Really, it's still something that's flying with wings. It's got propulsion. Some of the UFOs that are seen have no propulsion signature. They have no heat. They have no wings. Right. There's no rivets. They're just the zipping anti-gravity, around. And they're the anti-gravity type stuff. or manipulating gravity somehow. So that that's one of the major. That's a theory that I think people are seriously looking at. Probably. Um, the, the, yeah, they, they created some gravity bubble around it, but yeah, again, if some of that is secret technology, you might only have one, and it might have taken fifty years to develop after they dug something out of Roswell. I don't know, right? It might take be so expensive and so difficult that it's not production worthy for another fifty years. Um, I, I don't think that. I don't think that the governments have some of that weird shit that the really something that's moving at twenty thousand miles an hour and go underwater into orbit all around this stuff i don't think that i think that's something else i think it's something weird i don't know what it is i wouldn't say aliens but it's just something else um but undoubtedly every major military power will have secret shit especially drones are so easy to make now and experimental drones you know the chinese have made some really cool cool drones that can swarm stuff um yeah i don't know um, i think yeah. i think there's probably all of those all of those explanations are probably right some of it is <clears throat> like a, a deflection some of it is really secret tech some of it looks like it might be something weirder because um, they're spending money on it and they have done even recently pilots are staying stuff happens every day every single day off the coast of florida off the coast of california um yeah so we'll see. we'll see. They're planning to release some reports. There'll be a classified and an unclassified report. The unclassified one you will be very general, I would think. They even redacted shapes um, from the last report that they did. So, you know.
0: Yeah, like, what would what would be the public benefit? What would be the benefit of telling the public about it, if it were, if they really... <clears throat> like And they don't come out and really say it anyway. They've kind of... Bury it in like tricky language, like a craft not, uh, not of this world. Well, why don't you just say it's a fucking alien? Well, not made, not manufactured. I, well, I th- think,
2: I think, I th- well, I think there are a ton of theories of what it could be if it's not of this world. But that that New York Times article from 2017, I think there was a quote that was retracted by the senator that died recently, Harry Reid, and he was really pushing this stuff for years. Um, he got funding for some of this stuff to look into some really weird. Not just UFOs but associated paranormal activity by the US government in the last twenty years. Yeah. You know, they pumped a few million into it. Not much in the budget sense, but you know, twenty million isn't nothing to spend on something like that. Wait, I have so, to sit up straight.
0: Uh, uh, Colonel Mike Kaufman, the last man to walk on the on the moon. Actually he ran a man
2: marathon on the moon. Colonel uh, it was, Colonel it was Mike yesterday. Happy birthday. The last man to walk walk in Stanley Kubrick studio in Burbank. I salute you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. No, Colonel Mike actually walked on the moon. He wasn't part of NASA. He he just walked on the moon. Uh he got he got hitched his own ride there. And he ran a marathon uh on the moon, which is kinda tough because, you know, with the oxygen <coughs> and all
2: that. Yeah, it heavy... takes longer, guys it takes longer, you've got to bounce around, right? It,
0: Colonel Mike is one hell of a fucking man, let yeah. me just tell you that. He's a he's I a real you. He's a real comes. hero. Um and yesterday was his birthday. He turned ninety nine. Him and Kevin are just both ninety nine.
2: Happy birthday, do, do you
0: still fuck, bro? Yeah. Um oh, so I wanna get more UFO people on the Mind Dog T V podcast, but here's the thing every yep. one of the guests who wanna talk about it, they have a they have a desire to uh, tell old fantastical stories about abductions and lizard people. Well, and all. <clears throat> the, th-
2: the thing about abductions is, just quickly, Some, I, I think some people are obviously having hallucinations. Some people have probably been molested and they're remembering that. Some people might be remembering being born. You know, and it's coming out. Some, some people might be saying that they've had a real experience to them, but whether or not it is a spaceship coming out and taking them, I don't know. I think it might be psychological still, but it could still be related to this because there's some weird... There are reports when you get see these things, not only things like radiation burns and that kind of stuff, but psychological effects. Like, you, Two people could look at something and see something completely different or one not see it and one see it. So what you don't know, it's all subjective reporting, so it's difficult to pull apart the truth. But there are some real fucking nutcases uh, right. out and there. And I don't want to talk to the nutcases. I've done that. Tell I it. want to talk to... I want I've to got, talk to I've, real scientists about it. You know, I've got, I've got yet. Yeah, if they'll come on, I can give you a list of scientists. Um, some of them are pulling back to talking now, but scientists, actual people who are looking into it, um, research, researchers that have kind of been following it for years that aren't wild. Um, I can, I can definitely send you a list of names of people that I would. Um, I'm not going to say it. Well, it is public, but a while ago, I remember you, re- you recommended someone rhymes with Mimi Smirch. Yeah, follows it quite well, but he also helps people sell it sell frames of the real alien to autopsy video for, you know, whatever. So there is a bit of there's a bit there's a bit of money, there's a lot of grifting in that field as well. I'm not I'm not talking about there's a lot of new podcasts the last few years. I'm not talking about them earning a bit of money from YouTube or Patreon. That's fine. That's just content creation. But there's some grifting. There's oh, like yeah. I've got the actual frame of an alien and I want a hundred thousand pounds and they'll get a hundred grand.
0: Yeah. No, if you really got that, you'd be, it's, the price should be a billion. I mean, Musk would want to buy that right now. If it's real. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a hundred thousand is kind of cheap, for, but yeah, I am back in the day <clears throat> when on the radio show, I had a guy cause we had a UFO supposed crash. Not too far. within in a place called cinema Richards, uh, long Island, New York. And the guy came in and said he had a piece of an actual alien craft. why didn't you bring it to the fucking studio? Why are you telling me about it? Go get it. Come back. Um, you yeah. Know.
2: They're, well, they're, they're, there's some studies at a university right now on some what they call in metamaterials. where they some people are claiming that they think might be from UFO. That are apparently lay, layered metal, basically. That's that way to advance. From what we have there's too many layers there's too many metals and that's as much of the science as i understand because i've not read it i've not looked into it properly but it's something something to do with that that, that the army the us army has brought some of it has contracted to study some of it because the equipment's expensive and a lab i can't remember the university gary nolan professor gary nolan there's a there's a researcher looking into it as well it's quite interesting but he's also into some of the stuff that you would probably immediately Dismiss and I used to completely dismiss it, but now I'm like, oh, maybe there's something, because there's a lot of talk about weird shit happening around an event of seeing something. I don't yeah. know, but it's odd. I like yeah.
0: it. You know, the uh, other thing about the abduction thing is they never abduct Lex Fridman or a, uh, a an MIT engineer or a scientist. They always abduct the guy who <laughs> barely barely got well. through high school.
2: They never <laughs> they never take anybody. We're talking there are about abducting. <laughs> I, I don't know though. There, there are. I know what you mean, but there are people that have worked that are scientists for the intelligence community for thirty years that do claim to have had experiences. And I don't, I don't know, know whether that. I don't know whether that. You know, they could also be mental. It doesn't mean that they're not having hallucinations if, they, if they're. You know. Yeah.
0: Really. sure. It's, it's
2: such a complicated. <laughs> it's such a complicated thing. And a lot of people dismiss it as complete bullshit. It's clearly not because NASA are now talking about it. You look at the head of NASA, I think it's called Bill Nelson. You might know him. He's an ex-politician. Old guy. He's old. But when he's asked about it, he's got this little smile on his face. Like, what have you seen, man? Because there was a classified briefing that accompanied a report that came out last summer. And the report kind of said there's been a 100 and something cases in the last few years or whatever. But there was also a classified briefing to, I guess, senators. Um, where apparently they played videos and all that kind of stuff that didn't get released. Yeah. So
0: well, last week when I had Lori Garver on, who was an ex deputy administrator of NASA, when I asked her about that, she said they if if there was talk about it in NASA, they wouldn't come to me with that. They would never go to the administrator or the head of NASA. Wouldn't it? Would be among a very small select of scientists who had you know a a clicky relationship within NASA <clears throat> she said the administrators never would would hear about something like that. that would be yeah, funny. well, I think
2: what it looks like there's a lot of stuff going on together there's these hearings, there's the funding for an office, there's NASA coming out there's the head of the defense intelligence Agency was talking about it a few months ago in a church um, which was weird, but there seems to be <laughs> an effort to re- do a lot of things at, at the same time and that head of NASA that went in I think he was sent in because he was on board and I think he went in with a bit of a mission to set something up in NASA and that's does what seems to have been happened seems to have happened yeah. so whether I don't think NASA ever looked at it officially I think yeah probably they noticed some stuff but when you have satellite data and all that kind of stuff or sensors under the ocean often if you're a researcher you will dismiss you'll take a load of data and cut out all the weird shit because you're not interested in that. You're interested in tides or satellites could be interested in weather or heat. So they're cutting out a lot of data immediately without looking at it because it's just too much and they're interested in one thing. So probably in archival records of satellite data, sensor data, radar, ground-based, sonar, people like, organizations like NOAA have probably all got data in their archives that could be filtered. To look for uh, stuff that's moving
0: extremely fast. Yeah, I definitely got to get. I got to get some scientists on and talk talk about because I'm i my interest is is uh, reunited, oh. uh, re-
2: re-ignited, <laughs> reunited, reignited, reunited, yeah, in I'm this super subject. Super into it. I, I just don't have the time a lot of the time, but I still follow the big. But I can send you some names of, of a broad range of people that with yeah, real credentials, feel. Feel. and a couple of people that just <clears throat> that who maybe have a podcast that I respect and they they're they're not wild they're they're not talking about crazy stuff too much (coughs) yeah But um yeah
0: well thanks for coming on and and, uh filling some time here today uh the flat earther isn't here i don't know if she's going to be here uh in the near future i don't know what's going on but um i don't know i don't anyway uh but you know who i would abduct if i were an alien i would abduct uh victoria justice you know who victoria justice is
2: No, I should know. I don't know much
0: about her. I don't know anything about her except her picture keeps coming up. Somebody, I guess, I must have liked something, and Twitter keeps showing it to me now. Uh, Victoria Justice, Uh, uh, I think, like a perfect female specimen. If I were an alien, I would abduct her. Oh, okay, I I see. Yeah, I would abduct her every day of the week, if I could. If I was from any planet, even especially if I was from planet, ah, uh, fuck them bitches, I would definitely want to. Um...
2: But in the context of you being an alien, not as a not as a man from Long Island, you're not threatening to kidnap anyone, right? It's just in the yeah. co- if you're an alien, you would abduct her to do right. legitimate scientific experiments.
0: Right. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. But so she's my latest uh picture crush that keeps coming across uh Twitter. It's like, wow man, how do how that, God was having a good day when he created that shit. <laughs>
2: God does God does wonders sometimes, and then he has an off, then he has a real off day.
0: I know, like that kid that from the shooting yesterday. That kid was one mother uh, uh, ugly
2: motherfucker, if I've ever he seen. He looks, that. he looks quite similar to one of my friends. So the first thing I did was send it to. Him.
0: <laughs> I would, I would have spotted him as a possible mass murderer from birth. I would have taken take one look at his face and said. This is one ugly fucking. Do, do you think
2: that it's always these young kids? Do you think that <clears throat> I don't know? I'm not putting it on anyone, but do you think all they needed was like a hand job once a year, from 14 <laughs> to 18, and they wouldn't go up on a roof and slaughter dozens of innocent people?
0: Yeah. I think that's what they need.
2: They need somebody needs to step up and when the weird guy at the back of the class just suck him off.
0: There you go, and Carl yeah. has see. This is the answers we're looking for, but we don't yeah. have. Nobody wants to take initiative
2: because they're afraid to, to say, say, say Suck him off.
0: Call for president. Oh well, you can't be president because you're not an American citizen. But God other damn than it. that, king of call for king of the world. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm I'm on that campaign. Anyway, Agreed. thanks thanks for being here. Dykes a man today one one thirty. I do whatever the normal
2: time is. One is it. Yeah. To my time, yeah. One your yeah. time, yeah.
0: So yeah, Two make hours. sure you use this connection, not the one you had before the data stuff. Yeah, I'll use my I use my
2: data. Dikes and man, I'll do a last rights Thursday. Um, I put a couple of stand up clips on my channel yesterday, um, but they're not good, and I'm fat, and I'm nasally, but I thought I'd put something up for a laugh. All so, right. go and check that out as well. And it, we if you
0: want, you can. Uh, and if you're available Friday morning when Brett's here, if you want to stop in and and, and uh, be part of that conversation, I, you know, I'm always, it's always. Uh, you, well, always I'll tell you t- 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 what, may,
2: maybe I'll pop in, but I, I think it will be good for you to have a chat.
0: No, I definitely want to abduct him on yeah. my own. I, I want to give him the Victoria Justice treatment. I want to turn him on his belly, you know, give him a little lube, uh, give him a little anal probing. I mean,
1: you're
0: just saying a lady. Informing. Right, yeah. That's what that's what I want to do to Brett. Anyway, Bart Brick will be here Friday. Make sure you tune in.
2: Excellent.
0: Thanks. Uh see you later. I'm gonna cut out. Bye for now. See you later. Bye. The fabulous call man. P.H.D. Uh anyway. Uh <laughs> I'm gonna cancel at the last minute, he said. No, no, no. I'm just kidding about the the probing and all that stuff. Anyway, thanks for coming. <laughs> uh thanks for coming. Um I'm gonna leave today with, I don't know. I don't feel like but I, I'm getting still getting copyright strikes for using my own music. And if I'm gonna do that, I'm gonna I'm probably gonna I don't know. Should I will just go with the uh with the traditional turn on your radio. Might as well do that now. Um you know what let me leave Facebook first so I can play my own music. No, I don't want to view on Facebook. I want to leave Facebook so I can play my own music outro. You believe I have to go through this? This is is just not right that I have to do this crap every day. I have to leave Facebook so I can play my outro music. Anyway, thanks for stopping in. And uh, please, uh, the rest of the week is only going to get better, so please come on back. Uh, Until then, I'm... uh, Who am I? I'm Matt Nappo for Coffee with the Dog, and uh, don't forget to turn on your radio. Bye for now.